Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome, potential sleepers to a very special birthday episode of The Sleep Pod. My name is James, and I'm here to make up a story so boring and rambling that you stop thinking and start sleeping. It's been roughly one year since the first episode of The Sleep Pod, and what an adventure we've had so far. There's been stories about a guy with really long legs, something about a band on a beach, some experiments with guided meditation, airport ghosts, mysterious holes, a space detective, candles, and wallpaper. There really has been something for everyone. For this birthday special, No external entity has provided me with the one-word prompt of inspiration. Instead, I have chosen the word birthday. I've still done zero planning for this and have no idea what the story will actually be. And you could be asking yourself, what makes this a special birthday episode? And the answer to that question is that it's happening on the anniversary of the first episode of The Sleep Pod. If you've been enjoying the podcast and want to help me celebrate and to support the show, you can buy me a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash thesleeppod or just follow the link in the episode's description. Before I get started, I'd like to thank everyone who's been listening, reviewing, recommending and supporting the show so far. You are all lovely people, so thanks, and imagine that this episode is a nice slice of birthday cake that I'm sharing with all of you. So, get yourself comfortable, finish singing happy birthday, dim the lights, blow out the candles, and I'll begin with this episode's story. Birthday. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, 
we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. It was early in the morning, in the sleepy village of Lower Hunkford. Gwenda was carefully walking down the road. As she walked, she used her walking stick to brush leaves off of the footpath. There weren't many leaves, but there were enough for her to make the walk slightly more interesting. The sun had just started to rise, giving the sky a very faint blue light. There were already numerous birds out, tweeting and chirping in the trees above her that lined the road. After walking a little bit longer, she finally arrived at destination. She was stood outside a cottage. It had a thatched roof 
and was surrounded by many different types of colorful flowers. She pushed open the white gate that was situated in front of the cottage and walked through and then down a gravel footpath that led to the cottage's front door. She climbed up the two steps that were directly in front of the cottage's door, lifted up her walking stick and used it to gently tap on the door. Whilst she waited for the door to be answered, she looked around. All of the other houses and cottages and bungalows in the area were quiet. Nobody else was awake yet. Gwenda heard footsteps approaching the door and then heard a chain being moved. Then she heard some keys rattle in the keyhole. And then, with a squeak, the door opened. Good morning, Gwenda, said the woman who had opened the door. Good morning, Linda said Gwenda. Should I come in for a moment, or are we going to get going straight away? Gwenda inquired. Oh, said Linda, you may as well come in for a moment. I'm almost ready. Okay, said Gwenda. She entered and closed the door behind her. Just wait there a minute, Gwenda, said Linda. I'll just get my things. Okay, said Gwenda. Ooh, where is the birthday boy? inquired Gwenda. He is awake, said Linda. Why don't you call him? Okay, said Gwenda. She cleared her throat and clearly said, whilst not shouting out because it was still quite early and she didn't want to really shout in case it woke up Linda's neighbors. Simon, where are you? 
Linda disappeared into the kitchen as Gwenda stayed by the front door and listened as the sound of scurrying and footsteps got louder. And then all of a sudden, Ah, said Gwenda, there's the birthday boy. Happy birthday, Simon, she said. Simon ran over to Gwenda and started running around her in excited circles. Wow, she said. You are very excited. She wasn't sure if this amount of excitement was normal for a giant squirrel. After all, Simon was the only giant squirrel she had ever known. She was not aware of any anecdotes or phrases that people say about the excitement levels of giant squirrels. So maybe it wasn't a species-wide characteristic. But either way, Simon was very excited. Gwenda chuckled. So, Simon, are you excited for your birthday? She watched as Simon carried on running around for a little bit longer and then lay on the floor, slightly worn out from all the running. After a few minutes, Linda reappeared. She had a large bag with her and a very wide-brimmed hat. So, said Gwenda, are you ready? Yes, she said. They both turned to Simon. How about you, Simon? Are you ready? Simon appeared to nod. So they assumed that was a yes. Gwenda, Linda and Simon left the cottage and began walking down the road. Lower Hunkford was not a big village. It was mostly a collection of four or five streets, a shop, a pub, 
the train station. And an optometrist's. It was a quiet and peaceful place. Gwenda had lived there all of her life, but Linda had moved in after retirement. And Simon was only about three years old. And Lower Hunkford was pretty much the only place he knew. After walking from one end of the village to the other, they arrived at the train station. The train station consisted of a small shed next to some train tracks. And a bridge that led to the other side of the train tracks. And another shed with a bench in it. Gwenda, Linda and Simon sat down on the bench in the shed and patiently waited for the train to arrive. Well, said Linda to Simon, I hope you enjoy today. Simon nodded. I'm sorry that this isn't your number one preference for birthday activities. I know you really wanted to go to a music concert to see Massive Attack. But they are currently only touring in a distant land. Which is a shame. Simon did look sad, but then he shrugged. Maybe next year, said Gwenda. And Simon nodded. After ten minutes, the trio started looking down the railway tracks as they could hear a sound that sounded exactly like a train. So it was no surprise to them when they saw the train approaching the station.
they all stood up and started slowly walking along the platform. As they watched the train get closer and closer. The train carried on getting closer and closer until it was so close they could all say it had arrived at the station. Once the train had come to a complete stop, the doors slid open and they climbed aboard. Simon ran down the train and found a seat he liked. Linda slowly followed and sat in the seats next to Simon. So, Linda said as the train began leaving the station. I'm not sure how long this train journey will last until we arrive at our destination. What would you like to do? Hmm, I don't know, said Gwenda. Maybe should we play cards? Do a jigsaw puzzle. Maybe a crossword is more appropriate for public transport. What do you want to do, Simon? They both turned to Simon, but he was preoccupied at staring out of the window. Linda and Glenda chuckled. Wow, said Glenda. He really does like looking outside of windows from moving vehicles, doesn't he? Yes, said Linda. It's definitely one of his favorite things to do. So, what should we do? Hmm, said Glenda. Well, I don't know about you. But watching Simon looking out the window... make me think 
maybe I should do that too. Wow, said Glenda. I was thinking the exact same thing. So both ladies turned and started watching the world slowly move past them through the window. Glenda saw many trees. Linda saw several dozen hedges. Glenda saw a fence, and then saw some more fences. Linda saw a single bush. Glenda saw, far in the distance, the skyline of one of the nearby towns. Linda saw a few clouds. Glenda saw some people walking in a field. Linda saw many, many cows and sheep. She did try to count them all, but she lost count after sixty. By the time the train arrived at its final destination, Glenda and Linda were quite tired from watching everything, but Simon still had a lot of energy. The trio stood up and were gathering their belongings ready to disembark the train. When suddenly, the ticket man appeared and walked right up to them. Hello, he said. I'm sorry for the delay. There was a lot of people on the other end of the train, so I've only just managed to make it all the way down to you guys. Linda and Gwenda nodded understandingly. Simon was still looking out of the window. So, said the ticket man, 
I believe you came aboard at Lower Hunkford. Am I correct? Yes, said Linda. Correct, said Gwenda. Okay, said the ticket man. So, that would be, and didn't want to insult anybody by suggesting which type of ticket they should be getting. Linda knew the drill, and didn't want to make the man feel a bit awkward, so she just said it. Two tickets for us two senior ladies, please. And one ticket for... And one ticket for Simon over there, who is a big squirrel. The ticket man lifted up the ticket machine that was on a strap around his neck, tapped a few times, and then said, an amount of money. Linda went to retrieve some money from her bag, but then Gwenda said, no, no, don't worry, I've got this. And, and she reached into one of her pockets and pulled out a crisp note. She gave the money to the man, who then gave them their tickets and the change. Thank you, Linda and Gwenda said. No, said the ticket man. Thank you. Have a lovely day. We will, they said, and Simon waved. As they left the train, The trio were at the train station. The train station for South Port Beach. Which was a lovely seaside town. However, despite the name, it was not a port. They left the platform, walked up some stairs, walked past some shops 
inside the train station. And then they were outside the train station. train station was situated in the center of the town. It was quite a touristy town. There were a lot of souvenir shops, restaurants with outside seating areas, many street jugglers and other tourists. They spent a while walking around the town. Collectively, they bought some Trinkets, like shot glasses with the town's name on, novelty sunglasses, which didn't function that well as sunglasses, mainly because there was no actual glass in them, just tinted semi-transparent plastic. And a delicious bucket of seafood. They munched their way through the town devouring clams and prawns and crab sticks. And after a while, they finally reached the shore. Luckily for Gwenda, who had been holding the bucket, there was a man who was collecting all of the old buckets. So she gave it to the man, so she wouldn't have to carry it around any longer. trio stood on a walkway that had some benches and gave a spectacular view of the sea. Gwenda and Linda turned to Simon. 
He was now wearing a large novelty hat. That said, I've been to South Port Beach and all I got was this hat and ate a lot of seafood. He was staring out to sea. Linda and Gwenda smiled. So, Simon, said Linda, what do you think? Simon turned. And although he was a squirrel, he smiled too. Gwenda chuckled. Well, Simon, I knew you'd always wanted to go to the beach and stand near the sea. So I'm glad we could have done this for you. Simon nodded. But wait, said Linda. It gets even better. Follow me, she said. And they all started walking along the coast, along the footpath. After a few minutes of walking, they arrived at the pier. Simon's eyes went wide with excitement. Linda and Gwenda started chuckling. Yes, Simon, said Linda. If you go down there to the end of the pier, you will be stood over the sea. And that is really close to it. Simon jumped up and down excitedly his tail swishing around in the air with glee. So they walked to the end of the pier. Linda and Gwenda stood right at the end. But Simon was a few steps back. He seemed a little bit nervous. Come on, Simon, said Linda. He looked around nervously, took a few steps, and then took a few steps more. 
again, took one more step, and he was right at the end of the pier. He put his paws on top of the handrail and looked out to the horizon. said Gwenda. He's really enjoying that view. Yes, said Linda. And they watched as Simon carried on looking. He looked and he watched and he gazed and he stared for well over an hour. He looked out for so long that Linda and Glenda decided to sit down on a bench and just watch Simon. Because seeing the giant squirrel so happy made them really happy too. After a while longer, Simon turned to Gwenda and Linda and nodded to them, indicating that he was ready to go home. They stood up and then they left. train journey back. Simon didn't look out of the window. He didn't look at anything else. For the entire train journey back, he had his eyes closed. With a very serene expression on his face. What's up with him? inquired Gwenda. Oh, said Linda. Well, you know what they say about giant squirrels, don't you? No said Gwenda. What is it that they say about giant squirrels? Oh, said Linda. Well, I'm very surprised that you have not heard this saying before, but the saying goes. If you take a squirrel on a day trip to the sea, and let them look out at the horizon for quite a while. They will have a very nice time. Ah, said Gwenda. I have not heard that expression before. 
and they both laughed. the end of this episode's story. Thanks for listening. And join me again next time for another boring bedtime story. Until then, sleep well. <laughs>